0: Testing, testing, testing. Bloom and grow.
1: Y'all.
2: Hello, welcome back to Bloom and Grow, episode two. I have my lovely ladies here. And um, the title will give this away, but we're gonna do a little icebreaker to kind of introduce a topic. Um, this well, icebreaker.
0: Was to say hello.
2: <laughs> I was like, what? I, I said, "My." I looked at nice. both of you. Yeah, both were silent. I was
0: like, "Oh, okay. Hi, guys.
2: <laughs> Hi." Um. Anyways, as I was saying before, I was interrupted. This icebreaker is an adaptation of the party game Incoherent. Um, it was really popular last year because there were TikTok filters and Instagram filters um, based on the game where you had people read words that on their own put together don't make sense and they had to guess what the phrase was. So I have a few here. We'll just do it and I'll get um, my two sisters <laughs> to guess what they are. Okay, the first one is <clears throat> door her text pull horror
0: this is all supposed to
1: be one, one word no a phrase oh. door i can say it faster wait so when you're unscrambling it's not unscrambling it's oh, just based
2: on what you hear what do you think the phrase is oh yeah yeah oh okay i'll go a little bit faster door her text pull horror what door her text pull hor- horror hor- horror horror what's the last one Ho- like a I horror movie horror <laughs> <laughs> like a horror horror, horror 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 movie horror door her text pull horror don't text door her, her door her text pull horror that's jay's guess don't text her what's yours gonna be let's just
1: okay answer
2: Dora the explorer what oh okay that one was hard okay i'll do it i'll do another one Nimbarath. more Nimbarath. More Morning breath. Morning breath. Morning breath. <laughs> <laughs> Morning bra- wrath? Wrath. It's Brie, like wrath breath. 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 Morning breath. Yeah, good job, Gabby. Okay. <laughs> we can do another one. For your information. For your information. Good job. Oh. Okay, the last one. <laughs> last one. Bull lag fried hay. What? Bull lag fried hay. Let me say it again faster. Yeah, faster. Black Friday. Uh, Black Friday. Black Friday.
1: The first word is not English.
2: Black Friday. <laughs> no, Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, it's Black Friday. <laughs> okay, so you I'm know that was really a nice little
0: game.
2: icebreaker. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're talking about hearing from God.
0: Yeah. So this is a topic that. Honestly, I feel like it's kind of hard to tell someone else how to hear from God. It's not, like, I mean, although it's simple in the sense that, like, essentially everything that we're going to say it all boils down to make sure you just spend time with God every single day and you'll get better at hearing from him. But, I mean, it's definitely something that I know that a lot of people struggle with. And I think we've all been in, at places in our lives where like we weren't really like caring from God as clearly and as maybe as like consistently as we would have liked. Um, and regardless of like where you may be now on your spiritual journey, I'm sure that it might have been or it, maybe it is right now for you a daunting task. And it's very important, though, that, like, we all kind of felt strongly about doing a little podcast episode on this, because, and starting off our podcast series with an episode on hearing from God, because it's so crucial to your walk with God, like, communication is both ways. So, if you're only praying and you're never, ever hearing from God then that's not communication. That's just you continually talking and not receiving what God wants you to receive. Um, so it can be frustrating and you might feel overwhelmed if you're not hearing from God as you... Like, you'd hear other people like, oh, like, I just got a word from God today and, like, God told me this. And you're like, God, like, you're not telling me anything. That's... I can get That's <laughs> frustrating. And so we've all been there and we hope that this episode will really help each listener to kind of get closer to or get to sharpen their spiritual ears pretty much so that we all can hear from God more mm-hmm. and also more clearly going forward. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's um, real quick, just before we delve into really deep heavy stuff <laughs> brought to you by ari let's just throw back to september 2020 do you guys remember when um dante Bo, Bao? I um, bow bow say bow no i don't
2: think he's always there's no why.
1: i don't know when he came out with voice of god do you guys I remember, remember that, yeah when it came out i remember when it
2: came i out. remember like i I know YouTube last year started doing the premiere thing. So I saw that it was coming out and then I ended up going to work the next day. So I didn't get a chance to listen to it when it came out. But I do remember like I was on break and I got messages from one of our group chats that like the three of us are in. And Gabs was like, I've listened to the song and it made <laughs> me cry. And I was like, oh, you know, like, okay, whatever. It made her cry. And so I put my headphones in and I was on break like in a room with or in a busy area and I was like this is not gonna be crying I was like I need to turn this off <laughs> I guess i start crying right now so it was a really I really liked the song um like from the first time I listened to it I connected with it and it was a, not emotional but like you know there was real feelings with the words it was
1: emotional for me I don't know what you're talking about but I am an <laughs> emotional person but um I remember when I first listened to it it was just like whoo it was like an overwhelming I don't even know how to describe it and it I I couldn't describe it while I was listening to it only now that I'm reflecting on the song like now that I have reflected on the song and made like what Dante I what well, I believe Dante and um Stephanie and um what's the other dude? Chandler, Chandler mm-hmm. were trying the message that they were trying to portray um through the lyrics. What did I start off the sentence saying? real
2: emotions. <laughs> <laughs> you in a moment you didn't remember how you felt, but right now you can. You yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. So I've been thinking about this song a lot, um, and also in the context of this, epi- this, this episode's topic. And um, I don't know. I just I think it's really powerful, um, Janelle. Before I'm gonna say my revelation, but do you want to say anything before <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say
0: anything about like this? Because I haven't listened to the song. <laughs> Get out. You're actually
1: no.
2: I thought
0: you listened to it. You're we knew you're Gabby fake. Like, you
2: and I knew Janelle didn't listen to it when we had when we had the conversation. I'm just like kind of shocked that you no, still have listened to it. No, I didn't know that you
1: still haven't listened to it. That's so Get shameful. Out of here. I've literally you're told canceled. everybody that we I We played know it in the car with, with our to friends. Listen um, to it. I've <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure where you're going, Ari, But oh my gosh no who are you, you jenna told
0: me when you first like when you guys first found it
1: mm-hmm. um
0: but- <laughs>
2: wow
1: i'm weak okay well you i'll just really read you
2: meant when you said this was not the year for music for you in the last podcast you really meant that.
1: i'll just read a few lyrics but honestly you have I to I just say,
0: like certain songs like I feel like I have to be really In the like Mood there's some for it. Sometimes it's like when Ariel will send songs or she'll send Videos and like I'll end up watching it like two weeks Later or something and then I'm like I just In the it's moment the yeah but it's
1: Literally going. like five months later now
0: yeah september to january anyway
1: and well, i think what
0: tainted me or even more is, you guys were like dad didn't like the song that much like, yeah I
1: honestly know. i do get why people had well read the mixed ly- i mean <laughs> mixed, feelings. <laughs> mixed feelings about the song but you just have to delve a little bit deeper like it requires some critical thinking and it requires analysis. creativity and it just re- requires uh you just you reflect on your own life i think that's the big thing yeah okay i'll just read a few lyrics but honestly jay like you have to watch you have to listen to the song but more importantly you have to watch Watch the the video video. because just like there's just such a genuineness in um the worship like it's just such an impactful moment Mm -hmm. i don't know if you're gonna cry because like (laughs) i messaged i messaged one of my friends and i was like oh my goodness you have to listen to this song oh my gosh it's gonna make you cry (laughs) like it's it's so powerful like it's gonna shake you and um he he was like i'm a grown man and this song did not make me cry (laughs) and that's like one of the lines in the song he's like but it's a nice song so i'm not really sure it might not make everyone cry but it's it's definitely moving but anyway so i'll just read a few lyrics really quick um hold on a second (laughs) okay it sounds like grand grandmama telling you where you come from said it's kind of like laughter out of the mouths of your loved ones or catching up with an old friend reminiscing on back when it's like a summertime sprinkler street side with my ice cream cone i remember (laughs) what on earth so, like wait
2: context a little bit i don't we said the song was called voice, voice of God." Of so god. every stanza or sentence is a description of what he believes the voice of god is like keep going
1: it's like um what is it called simile is it what similes are yeah. using like similes like these are
2: using like it's a metaphor yes. these are metaphors or metaphors but oh no but he, he said like, like so yeah, similes, it's, yeah it's
1: all similes um let's skip said it sounds like a choir singing hymns hallelujah Another comparison is I can hear it on the wind of an early morning when the fog is getting thick and the birds are chirping. Uh I can hear it in the hush of a midnight hour when I'm alone in my room if I'm going under. I just can't explain it. It brings me back to life. It's like the sound of a newborn baby crying, like the final breath of a loved one dying. It's a beautiful thing because it leads me to the light. Those are just a few snippets. But I think why it's so beautiful is because it's like he's capturing all the little things that he cherishes or that he esteems as like beautiful or meaningful or life giving or joyous. Um, but at the end of the day, all of those things, the reason why we are able to experience or um, like witness those things is because of God, mm-hmm. and like in every beautiful moment or in every moment that we cherish, we should be remembering at the end of the day that it's because of God. Like, e- like if we look at the, like we often are like so in awe of the sunset or like it's the like moon or the sun, but it's like mm-hmm. yeah, the sunset's nice and the sun is beautiful and the waves are like so calming and peaceful, but. Mm-hmm that should push you to worship and be in awe of God because he's the one that Mm -hmm. created all those things. And, like, without God... That's true. Like, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be able to experience any of that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, like, I don't know. It really just shocks. Like, it (laughs) shooks my core. Like, I'm going to cry. Like, it's just, like, everything in creation, everything in this world points points back back to God. You just have to look for Every... (laughs) (laughs) Everything. Everything (laughs) that you cherish and that you yeah regard is beautiful and whatever
2: I, think I liked sorry go ahead are you gonna say something
1: and even like mm-hmm. i some people like that i talked to about the song found it a bit too abstract like reminisce like the line that says like reminiscing with your friends and mm-hmm. or like I going to like the movies or whatever mm-hmm. but i feel like it's speaking something deeper like just the fact that we even have human interaction we have like we're we're blessed for we're blessed to experience like interaction and relationship Mm -hmm. with other humans like that's something that no other species on this earth can experience and that's because of god like you don't see plants like getting together (laughs) for like a hangout or you don't see you know like it's and that's because of god like yeah anyways, I, I'm just I'm going off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, it kind of
0: meant something special
1: to her. Sorry, go ahead, Ariel. But
2: yeah. Um, I was gonna just say, like and it's not Gabby's reaction is not unique. Like I remember going on social media and seeing so many different people responding to it. And I, what I like about it is that it's kinda bridges a generation gap when we talk about God's voice. Like, I mean, we said our dad didn't like it because of the ice cream cone thing, but for someone who may be a Gen Z who is new to God and like new to Christianity they can relate to it a lot more because you know like I don't know it's kind of like changing re um conceptualizing the way we view the voice of God and the different encounters where we feel God's presence and like, mm-hmm. no more not limiting it's not it. always yeah. like the old testament or you know these really sacred like Ark of the covenant type mo- moments it really could just be like you're sitting outside in the summer and you're just in awe of who God is and the experiences that he has allowed you I mean the different blessings that he's blessed you with and the experiences Mm -hmm. that you're privileged to, you know, um, have. And the friends, like Gabby said, the interactions and all that stuff. So I really liked it for that because I feel like if you just take the time to listen to it and, like, actually, like, you know, sit down and process it and not just passively listen to it, you can find beauty in it regardless of your age or your walk with God. And I think that is a really, really beautiful thing because not every song will connect with so many different people across different, like spheres of life in the way this
1: one did yeah yeah so janelle much to say on this topic but from the lyrics
0: that she mentioned to me i was just thinking that it's i've never thought to compare necessarily the joys of like the gabby was saying like everything goes back to it's a moment for you to actually um see god in relationships and to worship god um like in the little things but i was just thinking how the like the actual comparisons to like communicating with like your loved ones or the joys in life and actually that those feelings are kind of like the feelings of the voice of god that's kind of what i was thinking Mm. like you know those moments of being excited for the ice cream truck or like those moments where you had like really deep conversations with your people that you care Mm -hmm. about and like you stayed up until like early in the morning talking Mm -hmm. like those feelings is kind of like what it feels like to hear from god Mm -hmm. like it's like just little combinations Mm -hmm. that's what i thought initially but obviously i haven't listened no that's also right though that is right there's no right or wrong everyone
1: yeah has their own interpretation and i like your interpretation thank you for sharing (laughs) (laughs) very moving
0: thank you for coming to this TED talk um all right so we're just going to go into some scripture. I feel like I have to burp. Okay, no. Faco. You know. Excuse me.
2: Make bodily functions <laughs> it's great together.
1: I mean, normalize being human. human.
0: <laughs> um expel that gas. Okay. <laughs> 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 all right. So we're going to just kind of Go through scripture a little bit, like very abstract and vague, but um, obviously through the, throughout the entire Bible, there's many instances of God talking to His people through different formats. Like you'll hear, you'll hear, or not hear, but you read about the audible voice of God um, talking to Moses, like and when He was calling him, or even calling Samuel. Um, you'll hear of God using the prophets, so many prophets in the Bible, and he spoke to the prophets and then told the prophets to go and Mm -hmm. tell his words to the people. That's another way. Then you also have, like, God speaking to his people through dreams. Mm -hmm. Joseph, big example. Um, Joseph, he dreamt... Well, yeah, I think he's probably... No, Joseph and Daniel were the big ones that I can think of right now. Yeah, so Joseph... He dreamt that his family, his brothers and everything would bow down to him. And it was a prophetic dream. It ended up happening way down the line. He dreamt again um, when he was in prison. And he basically dreamt about the futures or what would happen to the baker and the butcher. And was able to tell them that. So yeah, God spoke to him through dreams or visions. And Daniel's another example as well. God gave Daniel elaborate visions. Um, then God also spoke through nature. Yes. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <I> Gather <laughs> <saying. laughs> yeah. yeah. some weird stuff with her, her lips. Um, right. So, the burning
2: bush is an example of nature. Yes.
0: Or the donkey. Yeah, sorry. Donkey! Get out me swamp! Donkey! <laughs> he can't take us anywhere. Uh, yeah, I just... Sorry, I would lost my tune if that with Gary, but yes, so thank sorry. you. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so in nature, we have like things like the burning bush... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sorry. Not all I see is
1: The donkey from Shrek and his bum.
0: Like, mm, mm. That's probably like how it was. You know. But Anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I'm glad that donkey came up because if you don't know that Bible story, I don't think a lot of people do mm-hmm. know that Bible story. That's my
1: favorite Bible um, story yeah, that I'm our mom me. told us.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we had, yeah, a book called like so bizarre. Funny. Yes, bizarre. I, love I love
2: that. that. We still have oh it. It's yeah, yeah. His basement. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Maybe that can be a podcast episode. I will yeah, take over you? control oh reading
0: children's stories <laughs> That would be so much fun! Like only, they, doing was an lit. episode on bizarre Bible. Series. Oh my gosh, yes. So we won't spoil it too much, but yeah. there is a story in the Bible uh, where, where God literally took God allowed the, the donkey, donkey <laughs> <laughs> to talk, <laughs> donkey. to um to a prophet that was just um, not doing what he was supposed to be doing. Um, which is it was a, it's a pretty funny story, anyways. And um, also, God speaks to in through the silence as well, or like very softly. And when we, uh, Elijah was depressed, it's in First Kings. 9. I have it, don't oh, worry, we're okay, gonna get perfect there. right. So, she has a scripture, but anyways, when Elijah was going through a rough patch, and like God spoke to him in the whisper, in the like in the breeze, and like that is like it's so powerful. Like, I've had those moments where God has. Spoken to me in the stillness, like I can't even describe it, mm-hmm. but it's literally there is. I, th- I think there's a few sayings where people like the stillness of God, or like God speaking in the stillness, or something like that. But it's actually so powerful. There's something it is. so powerful about like because when you think about it, God just breathed and he and we got life, like he literally just breathed mm-hmm. on us and we got life. So, just the simple breath of God through, like, the whisper, or, like, through a breeze, like, can literally shake up our foundation. So, yeah, there's many different examples. Anyways.
2: All right, I'll take it away. Yeah, so, um, Jay mentioned Samuel, uh, and that's kind of, like, there's so many stories we could talk about, but I kind of wanted to focus on Samuel. I was reading, um, in my own, like, time with God this week. I knew we are going to do this podcast, so I wanted to, like, i'll use the same come correct i was like god i don't know what specifically to focus on again i said it before but as much as this is for everyone else it's for us so like i wanted to learn something new or just be reminded of different things so yeah i came to samuel for samuel 3 i will focus on verses 1 to 9 but like a little backstory is samuel was born to a woman named hannah who was married to a man he he, married to a man who also had another wife the other woman that he's her husband was married to could have children but she couldn't and like any woman who wants to have children and can't like would understand her frustrations but especially in that time childbearing was a real determinant of worth as a woman and in those days like having a son especially meant a lot so the story of hannah on its own is a great story hannah you know went to god and she prayed in the temple um you know, kind of pitch, not petitioning God but asking, put placing forth her desires of her heart and saying that she wanted to have a son um, in the temple. And Eli was a priest at the time, so like I guess you could equate it to a pastor or just someone in charge of like the place where people go to meet God. Um, so he knew Hannah; he saw her praying, um, and eventually God gives her a son, and his name is Samuel. And when God gave her the son. She um, said that she's going to give him back to God in the sense that he would go live with Eli, the priest, and learn godly principles and whatnot. So that's kind of the backstory. And so we'll focus on chapter 3, verse 1 to 9. Verse 1 yeah, is talking about like Samuel. He's kind of he's no longer a baby, and he's been living with Eli for a while. <laughs> oh my God, he's laughing. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> Continue.
2: Um. <clears throat> uh Disclaimer. It's kind of late, so Gabby goes a little little bit cuckoo. cuckoo at night. Yeah. I mean, goofy. Game. Versus me, who's always like. Anyways, distraction. First Samuel three verse one to nine. So, verse one says, "Uh, what version is this? Tbh, I don't know. KJV."
1: You always reading KJV. KJV
2: or Amplified? I'm just reading off my U version notes. I think it's Amplified. Yeah. No, it's
1: Amplified.
2: So verse one says, "Now the boy Samuel was attending to the service of the Lord under the supervision of Eli. The word of the Lord was rare and precious in those days. Um, Visions such as new revelations of divine truth were not widespread. Yet it happened at that time as Eli was lying down in his own place. Now his eyesight had begun to grow dim and he could not see well. So Eli was old um, and the oil lamp of God had not yet gone out and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was so that's what happens and so Samuel's laying down in his bed Eli's in his quarters wherever um, and uh, verse four says the Lord called Samuel and he answered so he being Samuel said here I am and then Samuel ran to Eli and said here I am for you called me but Eli said I did not call you lie down again. So he went and lay down. Then the Lord called yet again, um, Samuel. So Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am for you called me. But Eli answered, I did not call my son lie down again. So I, I know I read fast. Maybe I'll just, I don't know if I should. No, I can keep going.
0: <laughs> Sorry. You can follow along in your Bible.
2: Yes. Um. So we hear God calling Samuel samuel thinks it's eli samuel goes to eli um and then verse seven says now samuel did not yet know or personally experience the lord and the word of the lord was not yet revealed directly to him verse eight says that the lord called samuel a third time and he stood and went to eli and said here i am for you did call me then Eli understood that it was the Lord who was calling the boy. So Eli said to Samuel, go lie down and it shall be that if he calls you, he being God, you shall say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay in his place. That's kind of a lot of verses, but I really like this story. Um, it's, we could we could look at many different Bible stories, but this one is good because there's lots of good gems and lessons that we can learn as we you know move into a new year with so much going on like we're filming this on january 7th after all the stuff at the capitol and like another book of the of revelation is happening like each day we wake up and something I'm else is going on i mean another, another sorry, revelation another part <laughs> Another chapter <laughs> another chapter of revelation so it's so important to hear god's voice because so much things are going on so we can kind of break it down a little bit um i think one big point here is samuel was attending to the service of the lord so it says um, you know, Samuel was in the temple. He was with Eli. And I think that's a good place to start. Like you can't be wanting to hear God's voice without even, you know, being in a place where you're serving God, attending to him or, you know, doing what he wants you to do, following in his will. Um, and another thing here is Samuel is quick to respond. So you see, God called Samuel and immediately he said, here I am. Although he thought it was Eli, he had a quick response. So he didn't just say, like, you know, I'm tired, I'm sleepy, ignored. Like, I'm sure, I don't know if he was sleeping, but if it was truly late, he must have been tired. And, you know, sometimes when people are tired, if someone's calling them, they're going to ignore them or respond. But Samuel was very quick in his response. Um, Another thing here is it said Samuel was resting by the Ark of the Covenant. And in those days, Ark of the Covenant represented god's presence it was like the holies of holy so a place where you really go to commune with god and i I look at the word rest and i think okay leisure so even in samuel's leisure time he was making god a priority he was close to god he was close to the ark of the covenant um and then samuel did not ignore so i already said that he responded quickly but not only did he respond quickly he didn't ignore um the promptings or the calling of god Uh, It happened three times you know if it was me i was like putting myself in this if i went to eli and he said i didn't call you and heard it again bearing in mind this verse says that the voice of the lord was not yet revealed to samuel um it also said that in those days the word of the lord was rare so this this child probably didn't even know what the voice of god was what the experience like was what that what hearing from god was like um but he still did not ignore it. Like, I th- I thought about myself. If I was laying in my bed and I thought this old man who's going blind was calling me, I go to see him and he says, I didn't call you. i would be like, this man is losing his crackers. I hear my name being called again. I would ignore it. Like, Samuel, I think that kind of speaks to his heart. He didn't even know what God's voice was. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. He had never heard it, but he chose not to ignore. And it could also, you know, represent his respect and reverence for Eli as his teacher. But still, yeah, he didn't ignore. Um... Which is something I find so funny. He continues to go back to Eli, even though he was told he wasn't called. And then lastly, in this story, um, there would be no encounter for uh, Emmanuel, not Emmanuel, wrong, (laughs) wrong story. We're not even in that part of the Bible. There would be no encounter for Samuel with God had it not been for Eli. I mean, Eli doesn't have the best track record in scripture. And it's quite funny because after this, God gives a pretty damning word to Samuel for Eli. But I think the good point here is that you need people in your life who will direct you to God. Um, Eli, If it wasn't for Eli, Samuel would not have maybe he would not have, you know, had the point, come to the point where he would have actually encountered God. He needed that nudge from Eli to push him in the right direction. And so I think those are really good points. Like one, we need to come to a place where we're close to God. You know, Samuel was in the Ark of the Covenant. I said that he didn't ignore. um, He had Eli to push him in the right direction. And those are really good little starter points for someone who, you know, is starting on this journey with their walk with God or they want to go into 2021 20, with more direction, being able to hear God's voice and his comfort. So that's like the little story of Samuel and we can all apply those lessons to our own lives.
1: Most yeah. definitely. Thank you, Ari, for that. Yes, thank you, Ari, for that. Yes. Um. I mean, that's a great example, a great analysis, but... If I'm being real, um, that stories like that, they're divine and very, like, very inspiring. But at the same time, it can be very intimidating when you're first starting off your journey or your relationship with Christ. Um, I know when I was younger, and it's still something that I sometimes struggle with i had very unrealistic expectations of my relationship with god and the way that god would speak to me um or should speak to me or reveal himself to me Mm -hmm. and i really had to unlearn um having high expectations for god to speak to me in unique ways like through visions and audible voices not like that's unrealistic Mm -hmm. or unattainable but sometimes um god speaks in like janelle said the stillness and the quiet but also i think maybe we just kind of have high hopes for always experiencing the miraculous and the and like the unexplainable but god really first and foremost always like no respect of persons he always speaks through his word um Mm -hmm. preliminaries like Mm -hmm. if if anything else like you know for a fact that he will reveal himself through his word because that's what his word says and so if you're feeling kind of like uh i don't know if you feel any way how i used to feel like very annoyed like thinking about prayer um just feeling everyone else hears from god in all these ways Mm -hmm. and god is not saying anything
2: to
0: me
1: like i I feel like mm
0: -hmm and it's it's been i'm getting better at it but honestly i was the kind of person's like i always want to have a rainbow word if i do have a rainbow word i'm not reading the bible (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know where i got this pressure that like i always i always need to have sorry if you you don't know what rainbow means and i think i I mentioned it in the other podcast too okay so basically there's like logos are you good? Uh-huh. Um, and there's logos and then there's the, the rhema word. So logos is essentially it would be like you reading the Bible. written but,
1: word. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the written
0: word. Versus rhema. An utterance. Yeah, rhema would basically be a spoken word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was showing me like Wikipedia. But, anyways, rhema is basically like God giving you your own revelation of his word. Mm-hmm. And so that could be like, yeah, you hear an audible voice. Mm-hmm. And, or it could be you, God tells you a scripture, or, like, gives you a dream, his rainbow word would always line up with his Logos word because that's just who God is. Yeah. Like, he cannot go against his own word. Mm-hmm. But his rainbow word is just more specific to mm-hmm. you and to your situation in that moment. And so I always was like, I need to have a rainbow word all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously. For yeah, real. I just, and so I put a lot of pressure on myself. And I think I yeah. actually... Did harm to my own relationship with God because I was like, I'm not hearing anything. So like, really, like, God's not talking to me. Like, yeah, literally.
1: Me? <laughs> well, I mean, okay. maybe not as aggressive I mean, as Jay. I'm more extreme, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it really, yeah, I was really, yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, yeah
2: it's really good
1: perspective
2: because I cannot relate at all, <laughs> and I like that. I like that, you know. I'm sure lots of people feel the way you guys felt, but
0: I love that you said what you said in the story about Samuel, which kind of connects to what Gabby is saying. Is the fact that he, for him to have even gotten to the position where God was like, "I'm going to speak audibly to this boy and introduce myself," then he actually had to. He was li- He grew up in the temple, which mm-hmm. means mm-hmm. that he was. I guess that'd be the equivalent of like you're always you grew up in the in a Christian home, or you don't have to grow up in a Christian home, but you surrounded yourself. With the things of God You were familiar with the things mm-hmm. of God You dwelled in his presence You would, you know like he, this isn't someone Who just like rolled off the side of the streets And stepped in and mm-hmm. then God spoke No like he grew up there He knew what was up It's mm-hmm. equivalent of kind of like what Gabu was saying It's you familiarizing yourself with his word mm-hmm. And you reading his word mm-hmm. And like after years of that Then God Introduced himself in a different way mm-hmm. And I think I think, yeah, like Gabby was saying, you actually have to have that basis or foundation because going back to what I said a little bit earlier, God's rhema words or his like unique miraculous words will always line up with his word. Yep. And if you don't know his word, there's no way t- for you to kind of like fact it's true. check. Mm-hmm.
1: So you do
0: actually have to be spending time in his presence, spending time in his word. Mm-hmm. And don't take for granted that like, I think I had to learn that not to take for granted just reading the bible like just reading a passage and like just going to any passage like Mm -hmm. i would be like i'm not doing like a 365 day bible plan (laughs) i'm not not just doing because i hate just reading things to read things like i hate making the bible a a chore yeah i feel that and so but you know you don't necessarily have to find something that is kind of interesting to you. you can be like, Oh, I'm kind of interested in this story or like, I'm interested in this part and just read it and keep reading it. And like, every time you read the Bible, something else jumps out at you and that's Mm -hmm. actually God speaking to Mm you. So yeah, I'm I'm on a tangent here. But anyways, back to you, Gabby.
1: (laughs) No, that was a very good tangent. You really just backed up my points, but honestly, like Janelle is saying, don't, uh, what's the word? take for granted uh the word of god because honestly like janelle said like it's it, called the word it, of god for a reason <laughs> yeah like it's so full of revelation it, like even the same scripture you can read it over and over and over again and learn a new aspect of Mm. god's character or his Mm. principles like the word of god is literal gold like you just have to change your mindset like that's the best way to learn about god's character and and god's God's thoughts
0: of this but like most times god is not going to allow you to have like to actually hear the voice of god unless you know know who he is yeah so you actually do need to spend time in his like obviously there's exceptions you might find one ex- one or two exceptions in the bible like abraham you know but for the most part if god's gonna reveal his voice you already have had some exposure to him through his word
1: mm-hmm. yeah following what janelle just said second peter 1 verse 3 amplified version says that his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness mm-hmm. through the knowledge of him So everything that we need for this life comes through knowing God. And how do we know God? Through reading his word Mm -hmm. and learning about his character through his word. Mm -hmm. So foundations to hearing God's voice, knowing God's voice, and knowing God's voice through reading his word. Uh, Do you guys have any distinct moments where you heard from God or you knew God was speaking to you? that you want to share um
2: just backing up a little bit as you guys were talking i was just trying to think about the ways that god speaks to me and i remember like it's funny i was listening to Jan- janelle and gabby and what they were saying and it, i don't really remember like being in the same position like god you're not speaking to me blah blah blah, blah. but i also don't remember the first time i heard god's voice i just remember early on having an awareness of god's presence and like him speaking and what i will say for me is i know like i was saying and even in the story with um samuel god spoke audibly like samuel like you know but for me lots of times when god speaks it's like in my th- th- thoughts like there's no audio it's like it- I don't know how to describe it. Like, you drop a thought in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember a long time ago, there was this, like, Reddit post about someone asking, like, do your thoughts have audio? And um, so, for me, my thoughts don't have audio. So, God speaks to my thoughts, but there's no audio. I don't know how to describe it. Another way God speaks is through my dreams. Um, so, distinct moments, a lot of the times, um, if I was going to choose one, it definitely would be through a dream. And what I find funniest is, like, whenever God is going to speak me to me through a dream, it's, like, not expected like i can think of many times this past year like i would there were different issues in like different relationships and friendships i had um and i wasn't really talking to certain people you know just quarantine i was just focusing on myself and like there's one particular person that you know i was friends with kind our relationship kind of fell off and like i was just done with you know not with them but just with the friendship and i remember like going to bed was not thinking about this person um hadn't thought spoken to the person in a while hadn't thought about them in a while and i had this very vivid dream about the person and it was like the person was in danger and like so uh, so many details that i can remember to this day i remember waking up and i was like what on earth like that has to be god i was i'm pretty sure in the moment i was like upset with the whole relationship friendship um wasn't thinking about them did not care to be bothered by someone else's <laughs> burdens if i'm honest and i woke up and i was like wow i need to pray for this person and i was praying for them praying for them praying for them and lo and behold when i reached out to them and i messaged them and said i had this dream about you this this that and the third the person was like whoa like everything that you describe in that dream is what is going on right now um and you know that person ended up like the dream was not a good dreams so that person ended up needing prayer and like it's just so many things that when those experience experiences happen it's just such a humbling reminder that wow god speaks and he chose to speak to me and what's more humbling for me is like my heart is not always like i'm a human right like my heart is not always in the right place my mindset is not always like i'm gonna hear from god Mm -hmm. um but even despite that god knows your heart and your desires and at the end of the day like obviously or not obviously but i desire god um and he's he will speak like he sees your heart he sees your desires and he's not going to turn a blind eye to someone who's wanting him 100 so that was yeah. my distinct moment do you have any
0: i think like i don't want to use too much of what like Ariel would say like the dreams part um but like yeah dreams is a is a huge one to know like god is speaking to you because obviously if you especially in her situation where it's like the dream was confirmed that's happened to me i I wouldn't say God usually speaks to me in dreams, but it's happened to me a few times It happened to me as a kid, and that was like I think God almost just did that as a child to like reassure you and we could reaffirm that like you know he is God, and you know you are you have a relationship with him but when she mentioned about the waking up in the night part, I think that's a great, huge confirmation. <laughs> like, here's the thing. I don't think any born-again believer, any person who's seeking to pursue Christ, like, you're not just going to wake up in the middle of the night for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, the devil is probably not waking you up in the middle of the night because...
2: Unless he's wanting to torment you with, like,
0: ice. Yeah, unless you're being tormented. But, like, just... You just waking up in the Spurbed middle of the them. night mm-hmm. and just, like, quiet.
2: Especially when you can't fall back And asleep. then you can't
0: fall back asleep yeah god's trying trying to talk to you (laughs) yeah it's exactly samuel back to samuel again but in a lot of those moments every single one of those moments god has wanted to communicate with me he's wanted me to pray for something specific pray for someone and sometimes i may not have even known what to pray for i would have been like samuel in the sense of like okay what like (laughs) (laughs) you know like what And then I just like, I was like, okay, well, I'm up. So, and then you just kind of start talking to God. And like, I also thought, like, this kind of connects with the Holy Spirit. And once you have the Holy Spirit, that's actually a huge avenue and a huge doorway to hear more and more from God. Because as you pray, and then there's power in praying in the Holy Spirit. And the Bible backs it up. We're not going to get into that today. But praying in the Holy Spirit will actually, that's actually like God speaking it's not even it's like God speaking to you and through you Mm -hmm. so many times like God has literally been taken over my prayer through Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit and then led me to words for myself or for other people Mm -hmm. and then me then you feel like a lot of times when you may feel to do something as well for some other person or to tell someone something or to share a scripture like when you feel like an intense prompting like it's not it's not going away like you know it's it's, you kind of know it's not yourself because i don't think you'd be bothering yourself over and over to be like hey send that scripture you know mm-hmm. like hey do this no, do that like and it, it just like a nudge, on your mind yeah. yeah like a nudge and those have been ways that God has you know been trying to speak to me to do something or to use me to do something so yeah i'd say those two or i said three things um those are good examples any for you gabby
1: nothing unique to what uh you guys have said uh just echoing what janelle just mentioned i think that's probably the primary way that god speaks to me through the holy spirit and just like a um like an insistent nudge like in my conscience that's that just doesn't go away i don't know how to explain it just a heavy weight like you feel like you need to do something or say something and you don't really understand why but it's weighing very yeah, heavy like, on you
2: it's for me just to add to that like when you say nudge for me it's like that thought keep i will be doing something unrelated it's like send a message and the message send something me. yeah, like, yeah totally
1: you're doing something totally different and mm-hmm. you just feel like a weight like a nudge mm-hmm. like a very like urgent nudge or whatever nudge prompting to do something yeah. that's probably the primary way that god speaks to me um But yeah, we're just going to talk more about better, more uh, about things that we can do to better recognize God's voice.
2: We've already touched on this one a lot. And I think this is really the theme of this whole podcast getting close to God. So being intentional and diligent, be diligent and intentional about spending time studying scripture, um, you know, so we can get to know Jesus. Um, We mentioned earlier that. Um, there's a scripture that talks about God's voice as a whisper and that reference is 1 Kings 19 verse 12. I'll read it in the NLT. Um, so basically, Janelle was saying, was talking about Elijah. Um, Elijah was, he's, he shows his humanity. He's heavy after, you know, some significant issues and um, significant events in his life and he's like, Elijah was depressed. Yeah, he was depressed. Let's <laughs> he be real. He's, wanna, he's like, like, I want to die. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's
1: had significant issues. Sorry.
2: I just didn't want to like, I hate, i hate feeling like i'm misquoting or like not paraphr- paraphrasing correctly but yes he was depressed he basically was like i want to die god um and there's just the whole story talks about there was a big earthquake but god wasn't hurting in the earthquake there was this and god wasn't hurt in this and then verse 12 says and after the earthquake there was a fire like these are huge things guys an earthquake not me sitting on earth like you know <laughs> no and a fire like these are huge things huge natural disasters that are very significant but after the earthquake there was a fire but the lord was not in the fire so elijah didn't feel god's presence in the earthquake he didn't feel god's presence in the fire he didn't hear god's voice um and after the fi- fire there was a sound of a gentle whisper um and i really like this verse especially in the context of getting close to god Because you can't hear someone's whisper if you're far away from them. You have to get very close to someone to, like, whisper in their ear. And secondly, it's a very intimate form of communication. You're not going to catch me walking up to a stranger being like, hello, like, you know, (laughs) ASMR tings. It's not like that. You know, you have to, Mm -hmm. first of all, get close to someone. Second, like, physically get close to them, but also get close enough to them so you can share this intimate form of communication. And I think that's such a huge... Um, point with this verse, like, yes, Jay was saying there's so much beauty in the silence, but then it's like you can't hear a whisper if you're far away from God. So, first and foremost, get close to God. Um, and then I also like the idea of you know, we were talking about reading scripture, scripture allows us to know God. There's a verse that says, Faith cometh by hearing, here by the word of God, so we can have faith that God will be the person who speaks or be the person he says he is in the Bible. And that also includes speaking to his children. But we can't have that faith if we don't know the word of God. So really reading scriptures. um, And personally, I would recommend having a designated place or time. And... Play, yeah, place and or time because oh, I don't separate. always pray like like you know four o'clock is my prayer time but you know in the morning I'll wake up and pray and then
1: bedtime I'll pray and then anytime or just like be times. intentional like when you're starting yes, your day exactly. you already know at such mm-hmm. and such a time I'm gonna be doing this don't just like you know just wake up roll out of the bed I'm yeah gonna and, do like, this I didn't and then like pray oh, to start oops. my day but I'll pray and later. you're gonna yeah. be surprised like don't even like it's so funny you're surprised that god isn't in no part of your day when you didn't make any sort of plan or you weren't intentional about even carving out Mm -hmm. a piece of your day for god like Mm -hmm. come on
2: it's true
1: it's true bring the same energy that you bring (laughs) for other things in your life to your relationship yeah honestly like so many people
2: the amount of like um you get day in my life in. videos, you see the first thing they do is
1: check their phone and read,
2: or not check their phone, not read. I don't know what I'm saying. Check their phone and go on social media. Like the same energy you give to those things that draw your interest, the same energy sh- you should give to God. So, getting close to God for me looks like you know, like Abby said, having a designated time and place where I can spend time with God. There's a scripture that says that um describes the secret place of God. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Shall abide on. You know, that verse talks about basically getting close to God, having a sacred place or secret place where you can hear from God. And at the end of the day, you're only able to recognize the voices of those you know and have spent time with. So that really comes back to getting to know God mm-hmm. and knowing scripture.
0: Mm-hmm. What
2: else can you do, Gabby? Or Jay? Doesn't matter.
0: I think like in, just to touch on the or Ariel was saying about setting up a time. I think that's so crucial because honestly, especially in today's day and age, like one thing is key. You're not gonna catch God when you're busy. And when you've busy like your Mm -hmm. life is so busy, you're you're not gonna catch him. Like at no point in the Bible did you ever see people hearing from God or like having a a moment and an encounter when they were on the go, go, go you know Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. it is very crucial like if you want direction for your life if you want peace in this chaos because god's voice and hearing from him will give you peace Mm -hmm. in chaos he he will give you clarity in chaos Mm -hmm. in chaotic times and you know yeah he will ground you Mm -hmm. so that's why so it's key for us to hear from god for ourselves because one it strengthens our relationship like we can't it's so sad to me when I hear or see people or like who have been in the church for years and their relationship, if you would talk to them and, you know, get to know them a bit more, their whole relationship with God is kind of just like founded on church. Their strength of the relationship with God lies in going to church services, Mm -hmm. lies in hearing (coughs) from the preacher and, you know, worship experiences. And those are all good things. However, when push comes to shove, like we were there last year, yeah. when those things get canceled, and mm-hmm. even still, like having hearing from God from someone else is not, not the same. Exactly. And hearing from God from someone else once or twice a week, you're starving. Yeah, you know, like this is you have to do this every day. Like mm-hmm. there's no if buts or maybe's. Like you cannot maintain a firm and steady foundation like with God if you're not. In communication with him every single day of your life. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no if, buts, or maybes. Like, God isn't coming back for people who have periodic relations. Like, you know what I mean?
2: We waited long long. periodically.
0: (laughs) He's coming back for people who are sold out, committed. Sold out, committed people aren't talking to God once, twice, three times, four times. Like, it's every day. Mm -hmm. It's an everyday thing. So, it's very, I can't stress that enough that you do need to find what works for you. But just make sure that you're talking and spending, carving out some time for him each day. I remember um, there's Rick Renner. He actually said he reco- he recommended like seven tips to actually oh, I um, mm-hmm. stay, st- I, I think it's, spir- yeah, I have it somewhere written down, but spiritually, to stay spiritually on fire and ablaze. And um, he was basically saying him and his wife, when they first wake up in the morning, they start by giving God thanks, like together, just like mm-hmm. in their bed. Thank you, God. magnifying him um and then it's just a quick prayer he says but then they'll both go separately Mm -hmm. and um they'll have their own devotions and he said personally for him he is better able to carve out more time and like more detailed time to spend with god in the evenings and i think his wife might have done something else but like whatever works for you like i'm not saying that you should necessarily all the time spend an hour in the morning start your morning but like i think what he said was key you need to start your day in prayer definitely you need to start your day somehow acknowledging god Mm -hmm. and but also you need to carve out another period of time if it if mornings don't work for you carve out another period of time in the day that you can you know just sit and talk to god read the bible hear from him And also, throughout the day, you can further edify your spirit by, you know, listening to worship music or, I don't know, reading something else that's like Christian material, something that feeds your spirit. Mm -hmm. And those are just really basic tips that you can take and apply to your day. And all of those things will further help you, like hear from God Mm -hmm. and hear from God more often and more clearly because you're now telling God hey I'm serious I'm spending the time I want to get to know you and he sees that he wants to get to know you too like he Mm -hmm. sees that you are putting in the effort he will reward he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him Mm -hmm. so diligently seek him and you will definitely begin to hear more from God
1: yeah also I think it is very important I think I said something along the same lines in the first episode of just about guarding um your heart and your mind and being very mindful of what you feed yourself with like at the end of the day as christians we are temples like god's temple Mm -hmm. or temples of the holy spirit so we have to be very conscious of the things that we allow into our temples because um God is not going to dwell or the Holy Spirit's whatever God, the Holy Spirit's not going to dwell in an environment that is contrary to his nature and his principles. And it's so easy, so easy to get sidetracked and like absorb things that are contrary to God's nature, which is why we have scriptures like 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 22 says, test all things, hold fast to what is good or Philippians four verse eight finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever (laughs) things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praise think on these things our primary source of influence should be the word of god not the voices Mm -hmm. of our friends or the people or people on the internet or um i don't know whatever books whatever sorts of media you're consuming um first and foremost it should be god's word that you're absorb absorbing and using to base your decisions off of and really the best way to recognize and filter out other voices whether it be people or accounts on social media or books or whatever it is any sort of medium that deviates from god's truth is Mm -hmm. to saturate your mind with the word of god the more you get to know god's character and his principles the easier it is to discern and filter out everything that distorts his absolute truth 100% so yeah
0: sorry <laughs> sorry yeah but that leads perfectly into what i was supposed to say earlier and i forgot but a part of hearing from god um because a lot of times you might say maybe you have like a thought drop into your consciousness or um say you prayed specifically for something and then you think you're hearing like a direction to go like a direction to go for what you were seeking for a lot of times people will hesitate and they're like i'm not really sure if this is god or not um or what is it that god's telling me to do in this situation you it goes back to like what gabby and i were, and what we were saying before is that you have to know the word of god and mm. use the word of god to be a litmus test basically for any other for you know, sign let's yeah write. any other signs or rumor words that you think you oh no are. sorry i was <laughs> describing i was gonna test. say a
2: litmus test is, is a it?
1: science type of
0: It helps scientific term
2: solution is acidic or not yeah. or another
1: um yeah or do you want to
2: so finish. i was gonna give
1: another analogy yeah, for ahead. someone that doesn't yeah it's just what our mom yeah taught us i don't know if she taught you but she taught me because I this
2: large power victory belt? she oh, no. called
1: she said that like we should use scripture as a spiritual contraceptive um Ooh. so in the same way that like people that are have healthy sexual practices use contraceptives to prevent the imp- <laughs> um impregnation mm-hmm, of like a fetus <laughs> and the birth of a child you should use scripture proactively mm. to uh, as a spiritual contraceptive to prevent the Im- impregnation yeah, of toxic thoughts that will yeah. like birth toxic. And if lifestyles are you, then (laughs) obviously the
0: word of God should just be a filter for all of the the girls. We all
2: know what Uh, filters are, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Not Instagram filters, like filters where you, like,
0: no, for real, though. Some people like air purifier, those kind of filters, like to filter your air. I'm filtering the words that you're getting, the thoughts that you're having, filter it through the scripture. The contraceptive (laughs) thing is a bomb analogy, yeah. I love that analogy, no, that's really Um,
1: good.
2: I like, honestly, though. It, this all ties back together this whole point of the episode um this episode but the biggest like the best verse i think for um doing your litmus test your filter your contraceptive whatever whatever is the verse gabby just mentioned like is it just is it true is it of good revo- if uh, blah 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 i cannot say <laughs> is it of good report you know those things is there any virtue um, if there's
1: any praise mm-hmm. yeah or but yeah i
0: think it's that's a great scripture to use I think especially when you're trying to be very watchful and be a watchman over your thoughts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what you're dwelling on Um, we just have an example here though like for instance uh, if you were seeking God Um, or if yeah okay say you had a relationship with someone a friend and things kind of just like went sour in the friendship and um basically you were like praying to be like, Hey, like what do I do with this Lord? Like how do like how do I proceed Mm -hmm. with this situation? It's unlikely that God would tell you to just cut the person off. Like Like just expand. It's not really
2: the cutting the person off. It's that God wouldn't tell you to do something that would allow you to harbor unforgiveness in your heart because most Mm -hmm. times when people cut someone off it's not I'm cutting you off with like good intention the bible says blessed are the peacemakers okay like God's not gonna tell you to cut someone off and there's no peace there. And not only that, you yeah, allow the first unforgiveness. Step, the exactly. first step
0: would never be to just cut someone off. That doesn't line up with who God is mm-hmm. and his word. Mm-hmm. The first step is actually you have Always. to have a conversation. You have to have communication Freaking. with a person. You need to like for instance, like you can't just be like, Okay, something bad happens, I'm up and gone. That doesn't align with God at all. Mm-hmm. Like every single instance where there's issues, mm-hmm. there's communication in the Bible. Like God mm-hmm. will say like Okay, you need like. Go back to your brother. Yeah, go back to the brother. Talk to them about what happened. Mm -hmm. Let's have a conversation here. Maybe it was a misunderstanding. Maybe it wasn't. But you need to have a a, a conversation first. And then after that, like, God will allow you to proceed. But like Ariel said, it would never be just like cut them off and unforgiveness canceled. No. It's more like, okay, I'm going to let you go. Like, I'm going to just pause on this friendship in terms of spending as much time with you or whatever. And actually pray for you and love on you still. Mm-hmm. But just in the meantime, if you're like not actually where you need to be. But like, yeah, he would never tell you to just like cut someone off and be on unf- and harbor unforgiveness because that doesn't align with his word.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Long way of saying you need to know the word. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yuppie
1: yuppie. Um,
2: And something Gabby had said, which was really good as well as like. You have to really be mindful of what you put in to feed yourself with. And just think about it this way. It's going to always be difficult to hear God's voice if you're consumed with things that push him away. So if you keep watching media coverage about something that you know frustrates you and you willingly watch it eventually you become at risk for being filled with hatred god is not god is love Mm -hmm. hate and love do not mesh well together so Mm -hmm. when your heart is full of hate it kind of repels or not repels god but it makes it hard for you to really have communion with him and hear from him clearly um my brain is clogged yeah you're clogged (laughs) or like if you're always having like self-depreciating thoughts or you know you're consumed deafened by like condemnation that noise will become louder than God's voice and that's not his nature right like God says we're fearfully and wonderfully made just think about it this way like if I go to Jay and I'm like hey Jay um I want your opinion on something jay gives me her opinion and i walk away eventually when i go back to jay the fifth time hey jay i want your opinion on something jay's not going to respond to me because she knows i'm not going to listen like you're going to if god keeps saying you're but it's want more to like first,
0: you're giving you're like hey can i have your opinion and then as i'm telling you you walk my away. opinion you're i you're actually like talking over me yeah. oh yeah yeah, like, yeah sure and then you walk away mm-hmm. and you do what i tell you not to do mm-hmm. yeah so
1: yeah and for a scripture because you know oh, yeah. i just love backing everything up with scripture so nobody can say anything yeah it's um scripture just to back up what ariel is saying um is john 8 43 and 47 why do you misunderstand what i'm saying this is jesus talking i believe oh my goodness i should have checked that i copied and pasted it from the bible but i'm pretty sure this is jesus talking um, follow along in your bible yeah <laughs> why do you misunderstand what i'm saying it is because your spiritual ears are deaf and you are unable to hear the truth of my word Mm -hmm. whoever is of god and belongs to him hears the truth of god's Mm -hmm. word for this reason you do not hear them because you are not of god and you are not in fellowship with him so that's a a
0: huge verse but like honestly i would recommend that if you do because obviously we're all prone i think to having thoughts and maybe like there are definitely points in each of our lives I think where we've been consumed with things that could hinder us definitely lock us from hearing from God and I've always prayed this prayer like or prayed at the beginning of any time that I'm going to talk to God or like spend time with God not talk to him because yeah but anyways at the beginning of any session I'm having where I'm like I'm just going to spend some time to talk to talk Mm -hmm. to God today I will always say like i i basically take command over my thoughts and mm-hmm. over my mm-hmm. whole being so it's That's like good like in the name of jesus like i command my mind my body like my thoughts my emotions my will to be like subject to the holy spirit in this moment and like holy. i because honestly i'm human and i know my thoughts will go mm-hmm. like rampage mm-hmm. <laughs> like the minute i'm trying to yeah. speak to god everything will come up in my head It'd be like like that. just like
2: um remind me of the scripture that says let the mind of christ be in you and that's something you can pray you can pray for the mind of christ and like daily daily that's yeah true. daily any situation especially when you really feel like jay said you know bombarded by different thoughts or,
1: mm-hmm. or it should just become hopefully a, like a proactive prayer like yeah not just you know, reactive because we are, we are French, yeah like, the, the
2: reality there's is no way you can have christ's mind 24/7. To hear yeah. You, yeah when you're trying to connect with god mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. um i had written this in my notes i know like this is kind of a longer episode but i have no shame because this is a good one um <laughs> we were talking about the different litmus tests and everyone is different right like a good place obviously to start is comparing to the bible but there's something like i think we were all in the kitchen talking about this one time um and for me personally i like to int- so gabby was basically her whole thing that she was saying is the essence of it is do some self inventory do some reflection and for me whenever i'm not sure if god is speaking i like to do um introspect and a general rule that has worked for my life is this if the thing i'm unsure god is saying is causing me to put up a huge fight then I'm more quick to rule out my flesh or some external factors being the source for the conviction. For example, like it's very unlikely that something to the enemy, something we're human, right? So the things, the devil will like tempt us with our flesh and our desires and our desires don't always line up with God. So it's not going to be God gives me a word or the God gives, I think God's going to be a word. It's my flesh. I'm not going to have a fight really with it. And I'll give an example because maybe this, it's not making sense, but in high school, I was super fixated on the opinions of others and while being incredibly insecure. I remember one day I really felt that God was telling me to delete my social media account. So my Snapchat, my Twitter and Instagram. But I remember like in my humanity, I put up such a huge fight. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I guess you have to um, delineate between like what kind of fight is it is it like your flesh fighting your spirit or is it your spirit fighting your flesh but like the type of fight i'm saying is like i was going to god and i was raising with him like no god social media is really good it connects people mm-hmm. i even had the ad-
0: then even you saying that to him you knew god was that's what thing. i'm saying yeah. so
2: like um uh sorry i'll just keep going with my story um I was putting up a huge fight. I even like got to the point where I was like, rationalizing the benefits of social media <laughs> with God. I was like, you know, God, like social media connects people with people, social media. I, I can't believe I said this. I was laughing to myself um, earlier today. Like I was like, no, God, social media is a huge platform where we can just spread your truth. <laughs> God probably rolled his eyes and he was like, you're actually dumb. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, um, eventually I stopped to consider why it was so difficult for me to really like listen to what god was saying and i was like okay or why it was so difficult for me to come to not terms but really be at peace with what i felt god was saying and then that helped me know it was god like it's not it wasn't my flesh saying delete your instagram it was a i was going to a fight because i knew god was speaking to me i don't know if that makes sense i guess we could do another example like god basically yeah
0: i think in she's basically saying in the instances where there are times when God will convict us about something, I think that's mm-hmm. what I was trying to and say. And yeah. there's no way that you should. There's no way you can doubt conviction. Like when you feel convicted, and when you that know can only come from it can Spirit. only come from God. I think like in. The, I guess it doesn't really apply for everything because like obviously if you, sometimes when you're just maybe seeking direction or maybe when God wants to reassure you of something and give you a word for just like for peace or mm-hmm. guidance it may not necessarily be the same kind of feelings mm-hmm. but in a situation where it's like right versus wrong God has given every single person a conscience and people who are believers will have on top of that, Mm -hmm. just the conviction power of the Holy Spirit Yeah, and you will feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And when you feel uncomfortable and like, you know, and Mm -hmm. resistance and yeah, like she's saying, you can't deny that that is God really pushing you. And resistance obviously that's going in a positive direction. Like, yeah. like it's not, not like, rebellion. Yeah. Not, not. Maybe
2: don't adopt my rule, okay? In my head it made sense, but as no, specific no, 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 to me. No, no. no. <laughs> no, no. There, I'm
0: trying to just turn it so it's more no, I know. for everyone. Yeah. But yeah. like if it's conviction so it's like right versus wrong. Mm-hmm. Like it's clear right versus wrong. Or in an instance where it's like like I don't know, I guess for your story it's like you knew even though you were you were taking a long time mm-hmm. to finally just accept God's words and obey. You knew from the very beginning mm-hmm. because it was it like the minute God told you it was like, "Whoa, I have a problem there." Yeah, like mm-hmm. the minute He said it, it was like it activated the like the fight from the flesh was because. And I think the huge thing weakness.
2: was me rationalizing. Mm-hmm. Like I think anytime you start to rationalize with God, it's like just maybe just stop. Yeah, <laughs> not whatever. maybe. You should most definitely <laughs> just stop. Oh. This is no battle. <laughs> Honestly, at the end of the day, we can just pray for clarity. Don't complicate things. Like, you've come to this point in the podcast. Yes. Yeah, don't. Don't complicate if things. If you're
0: confused, here Sorry. So sorry. Yeah, is now, what I was saying, pray for clarity.
2: Don't complicate things. You're allowed to pray prayers like, this is something that I pray frequently god give me a heart that wants to draw close to you Mm because we said the precursor to hearing from god is being close to him
1: Mm -hmm. remember
2: the whisper analogy you can't hear someone whispering if you're far away from them so and we're human right like we're not always going to want to go into prayer we might want to watch something on the internet we might want to do this that or the third so nothing's wrong with asking god for a desire to draw close to him so you can start there don't complicate it god give me a desire to draw close to you something i always also pray is silence the voices of others Mm -hmm. not just that but amplify your voice so i can hear you clearly like kind of just think don't when i can't stress this enough don't complicate things just talk to god Like honestly, if it's you're struggling to have a desire frame, tell him that. If you're struggling to hear his voice, you can ask him to speak louder. You can ask him to silence other voice and give you the strength to do that inventory we're talking about. And if you know you're filling yourself with filth, ask God for the strength to cut it out. If you know you have friends that are not encouraging you to do what God wants to do, give you the strength to maybe Mm -hmm. have a conversation with them. And if it comes to it, to walk away from those friendships. Um, In love. In love. Yes. At the end of the day. No cutting off. No cutting off people. Like there's been times I've had to walk away from different friendships or relationships. Um, and I remember having a conversation with someone and they were like, why would God tell you to walk away from a relationship? Like that's not godly. Um, it's all comes back to love and how you do it. That's kind of a tangent. Um, something else in terms of like complicating things at the end of the day, we all need to remember that God loves us. And when you love someone, you want to spend time with them. You want to communicate with them. So God wants to speak to us. Um, like any healthy relationship, he desires communication. And this should give us hope and make us excited. Because um, he doesn't intend to be far away. Uh, if you draw nigh to him, he will draw nigh to you. And there is a verse, Psalms 145, verse 18 to 19, in the Amplified, says, The Lord is near to all who call on him. Mm-hmm. So that, like, period, like, There's more to the verse, but just that line alone should make you excited. He is near to you. Even if you don't feel like you're hearing him, he's near to you. And in the times we're in the waiting or in the silence where you can't hear him speaking, you can ask God to make you allow you to feel his presence. Mm. It may not be him speaking, but at least, you know, he's there. Do you know Mm. what I'm saying? And sometimes no, like you have to remember, no is also an answer. Like, when you go and ask someone a question, it's yes or no. It's never yes or yes. So if God's saying no, it's also an answer. And don't despise the no of God because he knows you, he loves you, blah, blah, blah. So Let me go back to the verse. (laughs) Um, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of those who fear and worship him. With inspired reverence and obedience, he will also hear their crying and save them. So that speaks back to the desire. God knows the desires of our hearts. If he sees that we want him, want more of him, he's not going to turn a blind eye to that. He loves his children. He sees that desire and he wants to come and speak to you.
0: Yeah, I think just just to touch on the last part that Ariel mentioned, I if you, I think what I want everyone who's listening to take away from this or in addition to everything else is like at the end of the day, God wants to talk to us and God loves us so much. And he created us for relationship with him. He longs to communicate with us. He Mm -hmm. longs to spend time with us. Mm -hmm. Like when he was in the garden of Gethsemane, it was maybe it wasn't the garden of Gethsemane, but anyways, he's with his disciples and he was asking them to just, can you not tire with me? Like, One hour, like Mm -hmm. I just—he's a jealous God, you know. know. I just want your time, like I crave your time. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you, and so I know a lot of times, like you know, it might seem like, oh my gosh, like God's not talking, or God, like it's hard to hear from Him, blah blah blah. But the reality is, God wants to talk to us, Mm -hmm. and He wants to hear from us like don't forget that and like remind yourself when you might be feeling frustrated or you might be feeling low or you might be feeling like maybe i'm not like where i'm supposed to be in my relationship with god yet or like i'm not hearing from god as i wish i i was Mm -hmm. remind yourself that like god sees your efforts he is desiring to communicate with you and once you can like as you continue to put him first he will always like he will always speak to you and another thing Ariel said that's so key too is that even if it's he you don't hear a specific word one day just being in his presence alone that should really be enough to satisfy us Mm -hmm. because just having God in the room with us Mm -hmm. is enough to actually soothe us or to minister to us like Mm -hmm, so don't also don't I know sometimes, well, at Over-glam. least for at least for me and Gabby, Ariel said she didn't feel this way, but we can put so much pressure and emphasis on like, I need to hear from God in this mm-hmm. way or that way. Or I just need to hear from God. And obviously it's good to, to want that. That's a good desire. But don't neglect or forget about the beauty of just being and lingering in his presence. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to remind everyone that like, God, like, this isn't just, like, you're fighting on your own. Like, God also wants, like, he wants this for you. Just as much as you want it, he probably wants it even more. Mm -hmm. These are just tips to guide you and direct you and to lead you, hopefully, into kind of getting there faster or just, like, cultivating a habit that will allow you to hear more clearly. Maybe if you feel like you're a little bit hazy. But at the end of the day, like, if you have a desire, and I stand firm on this because... His word says it, but like, you can, like Ariel said, you can ask God for desire if you don't have it much you think, but like, if you have a desire for God, God will match you.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: like, don't, don't ever think that, like, I don't want, like, if you feel discouraged right now and you're maybe in a point in your relationship with God where you feel like you might not be getting anywhere and maybe just start a fresh, like, have an open, honest conversation with God. Like Ariel said, lay all on the table. Like, God isn't here for like oh dare like just prayers, prayers that prayers, don't yeah. that aren't really real have mm-hmm. a real honest conversation i can't like i'm telling you all three of us have probably had conversations with the where we're like listen <laughs> very
1: often <laughs> you <laughs> know <what I> mean.
0: <laughs> like obviously we're respectful to god but we've all been so open and, and raw him. and mm-hmm. human and just laid it all, all on the table and i'm telling you in those moments is when we'll really see the hand of god in our in our relationships because god craves that he wants that because he can't work with if you're just hiding things if you're not really sharing mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. he can't do anything
1: mm-hmm. it like
0: gets when like the way how this relationship works with god is you have to allow him in he will knock on the door but if he's you he's a gentleman open,
2: like you know one's gonna bargain yeah your house. he's not yeah, forcing you to do true. anything
0: so you have to lay it all on the table and be honest and open and say what you want like god give me desire i want to hear from you lord and be so open and raw about that like and get broken too like a broken and a contract heart he will not refuse mm-hmm. like so just remember that god is just Even he's even more invested in the Definitely, relationship yeah. than you are he's not
1: playing hide and seek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so
0: just to encourage you you're not on your own and god is really looking to increase this relationship even more than you could possibly think um i was gonna oh as
2: we're talking about hearing from God and I don't want to honestly like I think it's important to be real and transparent cuz not every time God speaks it's like whoop de doo I can go run a lap you know God's going to give me a million dollars or God's going to provide all my needs or God is going to you know like I'm not here for prosperity messages life is real and life has hardships and God like uh, I think it's really important that we remember what we want to hear least may very well be what we need to hear the most and so we shouldn't despise god's convicting or correctional voice because if you think about it like Mm. the bible says god corrects those he loves like if you were a parent and all you did was shower praises on your children or give them what you wanted and never corrected them that would just be a flaw like a flawed relationship right god sees us and he sees us for all that we are and he wants us to be like him so he's saying something like for example for me earlier um like earlier last year or whatever it doesn't matter in the past he was like you have unforgiveness in your heart i was like god i didn't even come to this prayer conversation to have you tell me this i wanted direction for this specific thing (laughs) me praying god's like you have unforgiveness and that's not what i wanted to hear but it was what i needed to hear the most because i wasn't able to hear god's word for the direction because unforgiveness was clouding or repelling god or preventing him from speaking the way he wanted to Mm -hmm. so don't despise um god's correction or his um conviction and we gave the analogy about like me going to janelle and asking her for her feedback um i said this earlier in our last podcast too but i really can't stress this enough um it, it can take as a warning so to speak but if you aren't willing to listen to everything god has to say you really truly won't eventually hear anything he has to say and it goes yeah. back to that analogy we said me hey jay what's your f- i want feedback on this Eventually, Jay's going to be like, go away, shut up. Like, you don't listen to anything I have to say. I'm just mm-hmm. not, you won't, I won't That's hear true. from Janelle. And it's really important, you know, we can be at peace and confident when um, God is silent or when he corrects us, when we really know who he is. So we need to be confident in he, who he is. How do we do that? By studying scripture. Um, I already said earlier that there's a verse that says, faith commits by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I can have faith in God, even in silence and not... Um, in f- have faith in him, and be able to not misinterpret misinterpret his silence for his indifference. Because I know Scripture. Scripture says he's a loving Father. Scripture says he provides. Scripture says he knows all our needs. He's. It says like you know. So just, that was a really long tangent, and I don't know what sentence to say to sub- summarize. But that's my spiel.
0: Well, it's been a long episode, but honestly, I think this was really, really great, and I I know that whoever. Someone who's listening is definitely going to be touched and impacted by this because, honestly, this is a huge a huge thing in just walking with Christ and being a believer. We need to hear from God. It's necessary. And if you've missed out on that, then you're missing out on relationship because you cannot have a relationship if the other person is not communicating with mm-hmm. you, right? And if you're not availing yourself to have the other person speak into your life and that person is god obviously in this instance so we really hope that you learned a lot and share with us your feedback share with us like your stories we'd love to hear from you like Maybe share a testimony of how Mm -hmm. God spoke into your life, and share testimonies along the way as you pursue Him more in twenty twenty one. How He has spoken to you even more and more clearly. We'd love to hear, and it's encouraging to hear other people say, like, you know, like I've heard God speak to me today, and I've heard Him say this, or He's Mm -hmm. led me and directed me in this way. It's encouraging. We need to hear more of that in this world, yeah, (laughs) and less of the chaos. So, yeah, and we're just gonna close on that note, but uh, yeah, anybody else has anything else to say? That's it. Um, check our social media because, um, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, what's I forget our handles? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, at bloom and like a and bloom and grow podcast on Instagram, and that is also our email address at gmail.com if you would want to email us for whatever reason and then facebook.com slash let's bloom for a facebook page you can go like us on that follow us on instagram we'll be doing more reels we have tons of reels ideas
2: and so, <laughs> lots in the draft so well. lots
0: of things that we're, we're going to start putting out there because we also want to you know be fun
2: build a community and, and a community. interact with you guys right yeah and I'm excited. Let's
0: grow, y'all. Yeah. Wait, what's the thing?
2: Bloom and grow, y'all. Oh, bloom and grow,
1: y'all. I'm
2: excited because so, um, I know all three of us have different things that we're praying for. We need God to hear God's voice, um, and so this podcast, like I said a million times, I'm a broken record. It's as much for you as it is for us. 100%. So just stay tuned for you know the praise reports. And on that note. We'll see you. We're guys. Gonna go, y'all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not going to be the same guy. <laughs> I thought it was the same Only you testing. Been... <laughs> it's from you. It's yeah, from st- the beginning <laughs>
2: Oh, we're going to
0: y'all. Oh,
2: gotcha. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Was that gotcha. Jay or was that Ari? You'll never
0: know. Uh, on that <laughs> note, we'll see you or right. you'll hear from us. Yeah, I was laughing. Sorry. Man. I just listened to the other podcast. And
2: <laughs> I was like, I was watching podcast and I was like, see you later. I don't think like, you will. You'll all hear our voices you in careful. your ears Next week, Friday. Thank Not Tim Pennington. He drops. Stimulating. They're always crying to his senses. Bye, guys. Bye. God bless Friday. you all. <laughs>